Welcome to Keep Going, a podcast about failure and success, hosted by John Biggs. Every week, we talk to an amazing person about a time they failed and what they learned. And remember, when you're going through hell, keep going. Welcome back to Keep Going, a podcast about failure and success. I'm John Biggs. Today on the show, we have Katie Z. She's a crypto marketing strategist and entrepreneur. we're, we're, I think we're, uh, Twitter, Twitter, uh, we're aware of each other on Twitter, Katie, but, uh, and I'm glad you reached out so we could talk about, uh, about, about your, uh, what you what dealt with. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on here. And, uh, yeah, I've been in the industry for quite some time and John, I don't know if you remember some time back during consensus, I think it was 2019, uh, we mm-hmm. did a publicized blockchain event where we had, uh, some media and journalists, yourself included, were one of the judges, okay. <laughs> and you guys were judging uh, some of the crypto entrepreneurs at the time during the ICO craze. Oh, so those were yeah. I've uh, I've been I I go to too many events, so I don't remember anything anymore. Uh, <laughs> but I'm but I, I'm I'm sure I was a uh, I'm sure I was disgruntled and grumpy and and really annoying. So. Truthfully, that was like the best feedback though, right? Like that cold shower is what people <laughs> needed at that time. And I frankly still uh, need, I think. Yeah. Oh, well, the future is upon us. So, uh, so, so tell us, I, I think you had a, uh, you had something you wanted to share that we can just uh, talk through, especially was it about crypto or what happened? Well, I mean, there's so much, I mean, just living in today, who hasn't been a, a friend of adversity, right? But just the times that we live in, but you know, yeah, I am an entrepreneur in blockchain and crypto. I started one of the early marketing and communications firms back in 2017 for the industry. And um, but but even getting into that point, I've been through quite a bit that many people would relate with, relate to. I'm not I'm not in like a, a boat of one here, but you know, I'm a I'm a single mother. I've got three kids. And when I say single mother, I mean like 24, seven, 365, mm-hmm. uh, that their dad's in the military lives out of state. So, um, when I was getting into blockchain and crypto, I remember it was a little bit after I discovered I was a hardwired entrepreneur, which mm-hmm. wasn't nurtured in my family, right? Like that was, that was not the plan. The plan was you go to school, you get good grades, you're well-rounded and you take all of these classes and extracurriculars and you're just just this perfect little thing that comes out on the other end and you get a higher paying job. But that really wasn't my experience, right? So I, I did everything as I was told by society and my family. Um, and I suffered terribly with anxiety, depression. Um, I used to have suicidal ideation. Like things were tough to say the least. and. Um, you know, and then I discovered that I was an entrepreneur. And that was the first time that I think that I got really honest with myself. And it was like, look, I I made a New Year's resolution. My kids were babies at the time. I was doing damage control, Mm -hmm. stay at home, living on a military base in the middle of nowhere. And, um, you know, I I went in and I checked in with a therapist. Honestly, I just needed a dealt conversation. I said, uh, from then it was around New Year's time. And I said, you know what, this New Year's resolution, I'm going to put myself first. And I think that was the first time in my life, I was in my mid to late 20s, that I really 
put myself first instead of listening to all of the noise that's around us all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was inflection point. Do you think the early experience with, I guess, your parents sort of pushing you towards a towards their vision of success. I mean, I I remember my mom saying that she always imagined me like sitting in a big office building with a suit on, but uh, she didn't quite understand what that meant really. And to a degree I was doing that, but also to a degree I was also just writing silly stuff on the internet. Do you think that, 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 that early experience, why did it stick so, why did it stick so hard and why did it stick so long even into your uh, 20s? You know, well, I think I was one of the fortunate few and probably yourself too, that we, we kind of got to experience life before the, the web too, right? The, the dawn of social media mm-hmm. and the internet at that stage. So things were different. Opportunities were much more difficult to come by. It wasn't like you could just, you know, create a, a page and sell online. That opportunity didn't exist. So entrepreneurship definitely was more frowned upon in society. My upbringing was, mm-hmm. you know, I started out, my parents divorced when, when I was young, uh, went from, uh, you know, a low economic town, and my mom moved me to what I call soccer momville. Um, it was the mm-hmm. only single mother on the block. Uh, everybody was, you know, drove their BMWs and their Mercedes, and that was just the mentality then. And and in the city that I grew up in, for the most part, was you you go to school, you get good grades, and you know, I, I was fortunate to get into honors and advanced classes where, you know, every kid sitting next to me was applying to Ivy League schools. So there really wasn't a whole lot of options outside of that, uh, frankly, not not as the way I had it. What what do you think what do you think kids need to have their eyes open to that sort of opportunity? To to which opportunity are you? Just to the the idea of the idea of there is an alternative path. There is there is a there is First off, I mean, just caring for yourself in, in what happened uh, that, that New Year's. And then also the idea that I, you don't have to be, you don't have to go to, you don't have to go to the great school and then go work for McKinsey or something like that. Uh, there are different ways of doing things. Absolutely. You know, I mean, when you have, when you're somebody who has, I mean, you've seen you 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 know what darkness feels like. You know what that heaviness mm-hmm. feels like, and and nobody wants to be in that state, um, and where you feel that you're just not good enough because those are the messages that you receive. And you know, for whatever this is worth, I also grew up with and still contend with ADD, and so that mm-hmm. was not very well received by society and by my teachers. Um, you it softens you by a certain age when you get older and you start to put some pieces together that you weren't able to see when you were a child it it builds your your empathy muscle your compassionate muscle right where you know especially me as a mom now i'm looking at my kids and and by god like knowing what that feels like where you would rather take your own life rather than live mm-hmm. because you feel that much of a failure you know, I never want my kids or any child or any human to feel that or to know what that feeling is like. And and the only way that I know my way out of it was not through was not through medications, not that I'm against them, but for me that's that's not what it what it was. Um for me it was getting radically authentic with myself 
And it was listening, mm-hmm. tuning in, tuning out the noise and tuning into myself and really starting to uh, feel like what felt right to me and starting to, mm-hmm. you know, there's a kid actually on, on TikTok. I don't know his handle. He has ADD and he makes some catchy content and he talks about following the dopamine. But I think what he's really mm-hmm. saying is like listening to what's inside your heart and what inspires you naturally. And then making your way towards that, building your circles in in those areas versus trying to swim upstream, right? Yeah, I think that's great. I think that's a. I think I mean that's a that's a great way of looking at it as well. Interesting. Um, how is how has this experience changed your parenting? Profoundly changed my parenting, almost to a fault, probably because I'm a little too lax because I've got. You got a chip on my shoulder with the education system. My kids are in school and my daughter's in middle school and things are getting tougher. It's like, you know, I want her to have good work ethic because that's super important. I believe in that. But I do challenge like, you know, the modality of teaching and the structure that is so toxic and broken. But So it's like uh, I'm trying to contend with it on both sides. Um, I want my daughter to and my kids to just really follow the what inspires them versus you know all of these got to do this 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 and this and it's like for what you know so it's a challenge if you were to give uh, a young person in your position the some advice right now if they're maybe they're stuck in a maybe they're stuck in a town where they didn't they they feel like there's there's no hope or they're stuck in a relationship. Uh, what's, what's step number one? It sounds like you got therapy, but uh, is there anything else that, that, that comes before that? Yeah. I mean, therapy was hard to come by for me because I didn't, I didn't have the means for it. Uh, you know, it was like a one-off session here or there throughout my life. Um, but what it was, what it took for me is just really trusting myself. Like, and, and I believe that, if we're capable to kind of really go deeper inside and do some like introspection within ourselves, I think that's step number one. Like you, you got to get to a quiet mm-hmm. place in your mind. Um, and that that's easier said than done, but you really got to like start to figure out what you're being led towards, right? Like what feels right? Does this relationship feel right? Or is something off, but maybe you can't put your finger on it. And and I think our intuition is so powerful, but for so many decades, generations, we've been conditioned to kind of, you know, put a lid on that and, and to not trust our intuition. But I think that's ultimately step number one. And uh, I would say it with a caveat, not to try to have everything figured out, right? Like uh-huh. life isn't linear. So, I mean, to think it's good to have plans and, and oftentimes like, you know, you see it in all these different business podcasts and social media uh, types of accounts and everything about, you know, just being like a beast and having this plan and executing your plan and, you know, going hard and not sleeping and all this stuff. And it's like, for who? I mean, it's like, it doesn't, uh-huh. I've done that. Uh, and sometimes I have these cycles, but you know, at the end of the day, I got to be gentle with myself and just trust myself. And I think being introspective and having some trust with yourself is step number one. 
And before we go, is there any uh, is there any advice you can give to uh, I mean females in crypto, right? I, I'm I'm pretty familiar with the space, and it's not a it's not a it's not a friendly space in the first place. And then uh, for women and uh, minorities, it's also it's sort of I mean to a degree it's uh, it's daunting. Uh, is there anything that people should should know about it that they can so they can maybe try to enter it? Should they enter it? Well, I, I certainly think they should because I think it's not going anywhere and it's going to be ever more prevalent. And for those that have the patience to start to learn about some of this and scratch their curiosity, um, it will pay off in dividends um, just from having that knowledge to be equipped with, to understand how kind of the world is shaping at, the, at this time. Um you know, I have had a number of experiences that we're not going to get into on, on this episode of the podcast, but a <laughs> number of experiences that that are uh, discouraging at best and just downright awful at worst, right, for, for as a woman in the space, especially a woman who certainly has a strong opinion sometimes. But um, uh-huh. I would say the space is huge. And it's more important to understand what you like outside of blockchain and crypto and technology. Um, and once you can kind of understand that, like if you're interested in in climate, if you're interested in music, I mean, it just doesn't even matter because this is covering it all. Figure that part out first, and then you'll start to be able to find your people in those pockets within the industry. Excellent. All right, yeah, it sounds like it sounds like we need an entire another episode just to talk about the uh, about the crypto world. It, it's a wild world, John. <laughs> uh, where can people find out more about what you're working on? Well, I've got a, a number of cool things coming up. Um, most of it you can stay up to date on my website, which is z dot i o z h e e dot i o. Mm-hmm. All right, perfect. Katie Z, thank you for joining us. This is uh, this has been really helpful, and I think, like I said, I mean, my goal here is to is to break that hustle culture idea and and make sure that people are actually thinking before they, I don't know, go nuts essentially. Uh, so but I'll leave them. I think, with, uh, I think this is really helpful. I'll, I'll leave them with one of. I'll leave them with one of my one of the quotes that my mentor told me that his mentor told him, mm-hmm. and I find to be one of the best pieces of advice I've ever been given, which is. Sometimes you've got to slow down before you can speed up. And that hasn't Uh served me wrong. Wonderful. Katie Z, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. This has been Keep Going, a podcast about success and failure. We will see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Keep Going. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. This helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for listening. And remember, when you're going through hell, keep going.